right. Welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as important as your money. And we know that uh, today's a great episode. We always enjoy guest speakers and today's no different. I'd like to introduce Sean Moody to you with Moody Blues Consulting Group. And, uh, you know, we're excited to have him because, uh, you know, for, for me, I've known Sean for probably about 10 15 years, yeah, maybe? About 10. Yeah, about 10, 10, 10 years or so. Uh, and today, our topic is managing credit, uh, both personal and, and business as well. We're going to those topics. So Adam, good to see you today. Glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. No, this, is a, this is a great topic, I think, because, you know, people inherently, as we're going to talk about, they spend money, sometimes overspend. And as advisors, we're a lot of times trying to help manage that with people and get them in certain mood sets and know how to how to how to save and and you know instead of putting it towards constant debt so i i'm i'm excited about the topic today well let's get started it's your time your money i'll let you do the honors all right and as we say don't break it it's hard to replace it so <laughs> so uh you know I, I i guess ultimately uh you know we'll dive right into it and you know really want to talk about your credit score and we want to talk about credit in general because there's a lot of misconceptions you always hear people say i have good credit i have bad credit and then you ask them what it is, and they don't even know the number. They don't even know what it relates to, or they give you a number, and it's not what they think it is. <laughs> so maybe we'll start with you know just the introduction of your group. Why don't you tell us about you know how long you've been in the business? I know I know your entire career has been centered around this and, and helping people out, and mm-hmm. then you transition to to Moody Blues, and you know just tell me a little bit about that, and why don't we talk a little bit about you know kind of it is you know credit in general. Sure. Thanks for having me, Mark, and um, appreciate the time. Yeah, so former bank executive, I just told on myself, but um, I've been in uh, the credit space for a little over 10 years. And prior to that, I've been, I've been in um, financial services close to two decades, really, really dating myself here. Um, and I'm very, very passionate around financial literacy just in general. And you're right, there are a lot of misconceptions around credit. What Moody, Moody Blues, what we do, we look to debunk a lot of those misconceptions, right? So we basically specialize in what we call credit empowerment. So we want to make sure people understand what credit is, how to use it, why it's important, and then, you know, what the rules are, right? Because the rules, basically, the rules that, re- that revolve around credit have not changed in decades. So in the age of the internet, there's really no excuse not to understand the basic concepts of how credit works and, and why it should be important to you, right? Because at the end of the day, this is your financial reputation. Yeah, because it's tied to everything, right? I mean, it's, it really it's tied is. to lending, or it's tied to, you know, any loan that you get, any yep. anything that you do is, you know, has a credit report associated with it. I assume, right? Yeah, I mean, it's tied to even your. I mean, think about your car insurance premiums, right? You know, you think about your driving record. That's important, but also part of your premium is also determined based on your personal credit scores. Hmm. Uh, renting, obviously, purchasing a home, um, even certain, uh, you know, job requirements require certain uh, credit scores, and so. You know, credit, again, it's it, your financial reputation. It, whether you agree with it or not, it's it basically intertwined in basic American life. And so it's very important that you understand where you stand with your credit because it can make the difference between you achieving whatever financial goals you may have, whether, whether that's starting a business, purchasing a home, or um, it can prevent you. It can be, you know, it could be a hindrance to you achieving those goals as well. So you want to understand where you are uh, with as far as it relates to your credit and what you can do to improve it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a common analogy, I guess you would say, would be quicksand, right? It, it's the, the worst credit you have, the, the harder it is to get out of debt, the harder it is to get uh, lower premiums, which if there's a higher premium, it's once again, harder to get out of debt because you're paying more for something. Same thing with a loan, with a, any type of loan, right? So it's this quicksand effect where is if you don't control the, the, the credit, you're just 
quickly going down, going down, going down. So what you try to do is, right, bring people in, improve the credit so they have a base to go off of. Yeah, so, you know, we do everything from credit repair. So, so, you know, whether people have gone through some sort of life event, like divorce, bankruptcy, job loss, medical emergency, right? Life happens regardless of what tax bracket you're in. Um, but then we have people that just don't know, right? They don't, you know, for lack of a better phrase, they're, they're, they're ignorant um, as far as how credit works. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, excuse me, because the reality is for, for many, many years, for decades, you know, this stuff is not taught in schools, right? Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, some people have to kind of figure out as they go. And unfortunately, if you, if you figure it out as you go, one little mistake, now, you, now you're in, you know, you've got a 500 or 600 credit score because you had one late payment, right? And so, um, it's, it's, again, it's important to understand how the credit system works. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that uh, this afternoon. And, you know, there's some basic tips, basic uh, behaviors that you can employ today where if, you're, if you've got less than perfect credit, there are steps that you can take today to, to get yourself back on the right track. So hopefully we can, we can touch on that as well. It's interesting you said the, the whole education factor, right? It, you know, people will see it with clients that generationally there's wealth there, right? And it's because they are teaching their kids and kids' kids and all of that um, how to maintain and grow wealth. But credit management and going in and out of debt is something that is not taught. And, um, you know, and it ends up being a lot of times a life lesson for people like, oh, you know, I mean, I remember freshman year of college going onto the the pathway where they had all the booths set up and there was Discover card, you know, hey, and, and other credit cards that were just like, hey, let, hey, sign right up. Here you go. And I did that. And I remember buying stereo equipment and my parents said to me, how are you going to pay for that? <laughs> you know, and then I learned the lesson and cut the card and, and you know, got myself out of it. But um, but. That was my life lesson, but education, I think, is key. Yeah, those eight tracks will get you in trouble. Eight tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably at one of those tables back in the day, but we're not going to go there. But That's yeah. funny. you know, why don't you explain your process a little bit? Because I know that you are very relational when, within your client base. You know, mm-hmm. just like we are, we like to get to know the person, we like to ask them the personal questions and and see where they're at. You know, so so you know, uh, somebody calls you and they says, "Hey, you know what? I want to work with you a little bit. I want to you know find out about my credit. I want to see what what I can do to improve my credit." Like, what's the process that you go through? Yeah. So with every client, you know, we do a free consultation. Typically, it's a fifteen minute consultation, and we we ask them to have their credit report with them because. Um, again, that, that'll tell the story, it, you know, they'll fill in the blanks of the things that the, the client may or may not know. And that's something easy for them to get. Absolutely. And, and so, um, you know, it's really, so when I do the consultation, there's a couple things I want to accomplish. One is I want to make sure that the client has a really good understanding on what's on their report and why, right? What is, what is on the report? How do I read this? Because for some people it's like reading hieroglyphics, right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand. They've never looked at a, a, a credit report, especially if they've gone to a bank and they've gotten turned down and, and they get access to what's called the Tri-Merge, which is a three-bureau report. You know, different reports have different formats. It can be a little confusing. So th- that's the first step. Second, we take a four-prong approach. I call it the ABCD approach. So um, we'll start with C. C is the credit. So we talk about different opportunities to um, repair their credit. So when I, say, when I say repair, they may have some derogatory information on the report. They made a mistake, whether it's a late payment, a collection, a charge-off, a bankruptcy, right? Under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, the bureaus, the burden of responsibility is on the bureaus to ensure that any information on your credit report is accurate and verifiable. A key word is verifiable. And, you know, there have been studies that show as much as 79% of the credit reports in this country contain inaccurate, unverifiable, outdated information. So that's that's three out of four of us in this room today. There's probably three of us probably have something on our credit report that does not belong there. 
So let's start with that premise, mm -hmm. right? So we look at different opportunities to help them fix their credit. The B stands for help them build and protect whatever credit they do have. So I want to make sure that, that, that they are empowered with the knowledge to understand, okay, you have a credit card with a $500 limit. Here's how to appropriately use that credit card. You want to keep your balances less than 10%, right, of the, of the actual credit limit. Obviously, you want to pay on time. You know, one late payment can drop your score between 90 to 110 points, right? And late payments are, are very, very difficult to remove. Um, and guess what? They happen. But at the end of the day, you know, that one late payment can prevent you from getting that personal loan or, or, or qualifying for that mortgage, right? And so um, it's really uh, coaching them around the basics of, you know, how to, how, to, how to use what they currently have and how to build upon that. The D stands for debt, particularly bad debt. So if they've got any bad debt associated with their credit, let's say, like for instance, today I was working with a client. She's a $2,000 uh, collection from National Grid. And unfortunately, she, she allowed someone else to, to use her name to, to sign up for, for their, um, uh, their electric bill and electric and gas. And this person, you know, you try to help somebody out, what do they do? They turn around, they ch the person changed their telephone number and burned this person. Now they've, they've got a $2,000 collection. So now we've got to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we pay National Grid? Can we, can we you know, uh, offer a settlement? So we, do, we, we also work on the debt piece of it as well because mm -hmm. debt and credit are... Although they're two separate priorities, they are obviously related. Sure. And then A stands for attorneys and affiliates. You know, so if it's outside of my scope, um, so for instance, someone needs a budget, they, they need to speak to a financial advisor. You know, I'm, I am a, a credit, I consider myself a credit expert. However, I'm not a financial advisor. So if someone uh, wants, you know, uh, you know, a, a complex or a, a really good budget, I'm going to send them to a financial mm -hmm. advisor, right? Or, or they may need a banker or they may, they, they may need an attorney. Um, we've, been able to, we've been able to help clients uh, get over $65,000 in settlement money based on violations uh, oh, wow. from the credit bureaus and collections, as an example. So, so bottom line is we take a, I know this word is overused, but we take a holistic approach. I want the, I want the client to feel comfortable. We do show empathy because, again, I said earlier, you know, life happens regardless of your tax bracket. And so I want to make sure that the client understands, you know, we're coming from a non-judgmental um, you know, perspective, and we really want to help. Yeah, it shows you there's a lot more to credit than just the score. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think that's where clients get bogged down is they just think, oh, what's my score? I, I you know, just that, that interesting fact about how uh, quickly your score can drop just by missing a payment, you know. I mean, I knew that it obviously was effective to, to lowering your score, but by that much, I would never have guessed that. That's, you know. That's a fun fact I, I share when I do workshops, and everyone is always, you know, I, was, I always give them a, a multiple choice, and you know, ten to twenty points. And whenever I say ninety to ten, it's always a, ooh, you know, there's a yeah, sigh oh, yeah. in the room. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell our listeners kind of what's that range or the expected range or or the better than average range, the great range? You know, what's that range within that score that they should look at? Yeah. So. Um, FICO, which stands for Fair Isaac Corporation, is the score that's most widely used uh, with banks across the country. So 90% of banks, 100% of mortgage uh, lenders are going to use FICO. The reason I'm sharing that is because many consumers use an app called Credit Karma, right, because it's quote-unquote free. What they don't realize, and I'm not knocking Credit Karma, however, you want to make sure you compare it apples to apples. Mm -hmm. So if you go into a bank, you go, into a you, you go for a mortgage, more than likely they're going to use FICO. Well, Credit Karma uses what's called Vantage Score 3.0, which is a lesser known uh, credit scoring model, which was created by the bureaus to compete with FICO. Again, these are, these are not government agencies. These are for-profit uh, companies, mm -hmm. right? And so, hey, you want to compare apples to apples. And, and so 
FICO, which is used by, uh, like I said, 90% of the lenders, the score goes from 300 to 850. Now, you don't need an 850, which is the top score, to qualify for the best rates, the best terms with banks. Um, generally speaking, you want to have your score between, well, at bare minimum, you want your score between a 680 to a 720. That's considered fair. Anywhere from 720 to a 780 is considered very good. And if you've got a 780 plus, so between 780 and 850, generally speaking, you're going you're gonna to qualify for the best rates, but the best terms, whether you're purchasing a vehicle, you're purchasing a car, excuse me, that is a car, purchasing a vehicle, purchasing a home, a, a personal loan, a business loan, um, you're going to qualify for the best rates. So I tell people, listen, you don't need to be perfect, but you need to know exactly where you are. So check your, just like you check your bank account at least once a week, some people check it once a day, have that same type of um, uh, respect <laughs> and uh, sense of urgency with your credit score. I, I tell people to check at least once per month. Oh, really? Wow. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let's uh, take a quick break. We're going to go to our community spotlight, which is always our uh, our fun time here. We can highlight a uh, local business or a business in the area uh, that we like to uh, bring our clients' attention to. And today we're going to highlight uh, Rusk, Walden, Hapner, and Mark Tosello. And they're uh, a uh, attorney firm out of Kingston, New York, uh, 845-331-6930. And they're at 255 Fair Street, Kingston, New York, 12402. Uh, Christine Guido down there has been working with us for years. Uh, she does a, a lot of different estate planning, real estate planning, closings, trust, things along that lines. Uh, if you're in the Kingston surrounding area, Wallkill, Walden, that whole area down there, uh, check her out. And once again, that's 845-331-6930 at uh, 255 Fair Street in Kingston, New York. So once again, uh, a great community spotlight for today. So let's switch gears a little bit, uh, you know, and let's really focus on the business end of credit because I, I think it's important that small business owners, that, that uh, you know, people that are looking at starting a business, people that have a business and looking at expanding, you know, really kind of understand maybe where your services can come in on the business side. Do you want to, you know, maybe break out the difference of, of why it's important that maybe a business owner starts looking at their credit a little bit more seriously? Yeah, absolutely. So as a business owner, you really want to divorce yourself from a financial perspective from the business, right? And I think a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of businesses found that out the hard way during during, uh, during COVID, right? Unfortunately, a lot of businesses shut down. Um, but in any event, yeah, the business business funding is, is really the lifeline of a business credit is really the lifeline of a business. This is credit that's attached to the business. Why is it important? A couple of different reasons. One is, again, it's business that's attached to the it's, it's credit, excuse me, that it's attached to the business. You're talking about 50 to 100 times more credit capacity. Um, if you have established business credit, you get access to better rates, better terms, mm -hmm. okay? And then true business credit is not going to reflect on your personal credit report. So if you have true business credit in the way of business credit cards, uh, business lines of credit, business loans, okay, th these financial instruments do not report to your personal credit. So now it's not going to drag down your personal credit score. It's not going to drag down your debt to income, which is very important on the personal side. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, commingulate, you know, your personal and your business. You want to keep them completely separate. Another, another uh, benefit, I, I think, with business credit as well is people don't understand it. it's an intangible asset. Why? Because it's transferable upon sale of the business. And so if I establish half a million dollars with the business credit and I decide to sell Moody Blues Consulting, 10 years down the line, well, guess what? That half a million dollars of business credit is transferable upon sale of the business, okay? So when you think about businesses that are looking to, um, you know, selling or, or passing it down to the family, that this, these are things they can, they can start to think about. 
And that's always something we always talk with business owners about is, is kind of starting that wedge between personal and business life, right? Because right. in finance, that happens all the time. It's like, you know, they're mixing in like, oh, my, my, my car that I use for everyday driving, I run it through the business or, right. you yep. know, or whatever My cell be. phone or what? Yeah, my cell phone, you, you know, through. or their profit coming in, then they just reinvest back in the business. Maybe they don't start a 401k or a retirement account right away because they're cycling it you know, back through. And, you know, I think it's always important that any business owner starts, you know, kind of that wedge between the personal and the business side, right? How, how can you, you know, really financially know what your business is doing if everything's commingled? Right. Right. And and then it's hard later on, right, for valuation when you go to sell a business, uh, you know, how, how do setting, you prove? Setting up the retirement plan specifically for income coming in, what's your source of income going to look like? What does it look like now? What's it going to look like in retirement or once the business is passed on? To, uh, to another owner. Yeah, it's it, it's imperative to separate them. Yeah, and I would imagine that the that the better the credit that you have that is transferable, that the more that weighs and maybe on the valuation right. of your business when you go to market it or sell it to to your successor. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. People don't realize, you know, uh, even the SBA, the SBA is going to look at your business credit. Of course they're going to look at your personal credit. Let me just put that out there. As a business owner, your personal credit matters. <laughs> Let's just get that on the record. Having said that, you know, business credit, like I said, um, it is it is a game changer, especially for uh, newer businesses, right? For all businesses, but for, but for newer businesses, right? Because, you know, one in five business owners right now have no idea what business credit is, right? And if they do, they, they do know what it is. They don't know, more than half don't know how to, how to even establish it because less than 10% of, of vendors and banks even report to the business credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. So you have to have that information, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's a huge opportunity out there. So with our services, we help small business owners in a number of different ways. We can help with, with uh, business formation. So they want to set up an LLC, um, an S Corp, whatever, whatever entity they want to set up. We can help them with that soup to nuts. And we take care of all of the, the data points that banks look for, right? When we think, when we think about business credibility, if you're going to go to a, to a bank and, and you, you ask for a loan, okay, they want to see, okay, is this company legitimate? Do they have a website? Do they have a business address, a business telephone, right? Are they listed on the National Phone One database? Um, do they have established business credit? So, you know, so these are data points that the banks look for, and we want to make sure that you're going to set up a, um, a business and set up the right, the right way so that you can maximize funding early because that's going to be a lifeline for, for a business. That's one of the things we do as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, from a holistic standpoint, like you were saying, it, it's very empowering for an individual to come to you and then say, hey, you know what, I'm thinking of getting into this business. I want to start, I have this idea, you know, especially in the world of Shark Tank now where everybody mm -hmm. wants to start up a business or everybody wants to, you know, maybe, you know, pursue a passion or pursue a dream, you know, where do you start? Right. And well, starting with credit, I think, is probably one of the most important things to do because that's going to set the stage and for all your growth, all your advancement and, and that type of stuff out there. What are some things that maybe business owners should do differently that they currently do that can help them in that process or the ideas that you give them and say, hey, you know what, maybe you want to try orchestrating your business this way? Yeah, so um, again, going back to business funding, right? Business need, businesses need cash. <laughs> they need right. funding to grow, to, to continue to sustain the business, right? Um, banks look at you actually the first date the most important date is actually not the, the business formation, it's when you open your, your business bank account. So one uh, recommendation I, I have for all business owners is establish your business bank account immediately when you when you uh, establish that business. Secondly, look to establish business credit 
uh, as soon as possible as well. So there, there are three major business credit bureaus, the, 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 the biggest one being Dun & Bradstreet, the most uh, well-known is Dun & Bradstreet, right, where you can establish your Paydex score. Uh, Experian also has a, a business credit bureau called Experian Business where you can establish your Experian IntelliScore. Uh, both scores go from zero to 100. You want to have at least an 80. That's, that's considered a good business score. And by the way, you, have, you only have to have three payment experiences or really work with three vendors where you actually make a payment. They'll send you an invoice, you pay the invoice, and make sure they report to the, to the business credit bureaus. I'll give you a couple of vendors that report to the, to the business credit bureaus right now as, as a treat to your listeners. So you've got Uline, Granger, uh, Advanced Auto Parts, right? Um, there, Brex, there's a number of different um, vendors where what we call tier one, where basically any new small business can um, can qualify for. Mm-hmm. And there, there are tiers, but in any event, build your business credit, uh, start to build your business credit early. So it's not like high school where 70 gets you by. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we got to be in the 80s. Right. No, no regents. No regents. <laughs> like regents are mandatory now. I dated myself, I guess, a little bit there. That's right. <laughs> so, well, you know, Sean, we really thank you for coming in today. Uh, you know, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you, best way to contact, email, uh, phone number, that, uh, you know, the, the, the key points? Yeah. Thanks, thanks uh, for having me this afternoon. So the best way to contact me, um, you can, you can uh, email me at Sean at Moody Blues with a Z Consulting.com. Uh, telephone's 518-245-9411. Uh, we're here in Colony. We have an office in Colony, uh, upstate New York in Albany, but uh, certainly feel free to email me, call me. You can also go to, the, to our website, MoodyBluesConsulting.com. And like I said, we do a free consultation, whether you're a business owner looking to, to uh, get access to funding or build your business credit or even establish a business or as we spoke earlier, looking to fix your personal credit or need some help on the consumer side, uh, we're, we're happy to help. So thanks again. And you can you can work for, with people out of state as well, correct? Absolutely, all yeah. 50 states. Yeah. Great. Yeah, we're based in uh, the Albany area, but uh, just like us, we do business out of state, so yeah. that's always exciting. So, yeah. and, and you shared with me your family's out of town right now. Yes. Right? I got the house to myself till Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Better be I'm in doing, shape. When I'm doing podcasts. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <today. laughs> Excellent. Well, as always, we'd like to thank uh, our listeners for uh, listening to us. You can find us at yourtimeyourmoney.net. When you go on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Very important, like and subscribe. You can reach us at 800-222-3202, 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, New York. Uh, Once again, it's your time. Your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Today's community spotlight. Rusk, Wadlin, Hepner, and Martiskello, LLP. 845-331-6930. Located at 255 Fair Street in Kingston, New York, 12402. Special thanks, Chris Conlon, owner and craftsman of Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. 
And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific action, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. Views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satara Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific risk, goals, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value, but they are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The SLE Group operates under Satara Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the SLE Group. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult with your attorney or CPA for your specific situation. Moody Blues Consulting, Strategic Credit Repair, are independent of the SLE Group and Cetera Investment Services. Cetera Investors is the marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services LLC member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offer through Cetera Investments Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number, 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory and services and receive fees based on assets, or registered representatives who offer only brokerage services and receive transaction-based compensation, or both an investment advisor representative and registered representative who can offer both types of services.